0: Hello, welcome to today's Immigration Tidbit. Do you or someone you know have a crime of which they pled guilty and the consequences are nothing like what you were told that they would be? I get the same story, a similar story, all the time in my office. Um, Basically, this is what happens. Uh, Somebody did or didn't do something, the uh, public defender comes in and says, look, I've got this on the table. And if you don't take it, they're going to convict you because you have no case and you're going to be in prison for 25 years. And this is your last chance. You have five minutes type thing. Uh, And then, of course, they plead guilty only to find out that whatever reduced sentence they got, uh, they were then afterwards deported and they were an aggravated felon, and they were deported for life without any chance of coming back. And so, you know, a lot of times these people will come to me, and even though they have no chance of coming back, a lot of them just come back illegally. But they come to me, or, or they weren't physically deported after the order. You know, there, there's reasons. Um, but they come back to me and they say, is there anything we can do? And so I get into the specifics of it. I go, where was the crime? Was it state or federal? Did you have an immigration attorney advise you on what would happen if you pled guilty to this? And of course, the answer is invariably no, uh, most of the time. And then I'll say, well, did the attorney who gave you the deal, who told you about the deal, say one word about your immigration status and the Uh, The answer is twofold. It's either no, they didn't say a thing, or they said I wouldn't be deported, Okay, both of which, uh, the last one was untrue, and the first one shouldn't have happened. They then uh, go forward and they tell me essentially what really happened, how they felt pressured, they thought that they were going to really be in prison for all that time, they felt they had a gun to their head, I I get that all the time, and uh, they thought it was the best thing to do under the circumstances, now, the reality is, as if the attorney sat there and said, look, this is the best deal we're going to get. Uh, and if you decide uh, to plea guilty to this, you'll get a much lower sentence reduced, and that'll be it. But what they, what they should say is that, After your sentence, you will get a hold put on you by ICE, they will then transfer you to immigration detention, you'll be considered an aggravated felon, you'll go through the whole process in detention at an immigration facility, and assuming you're ordered deported because you would be considered an aggravated felon, you will be deported the rest of your life without any chance of coming back. And if they said that to you, you would think twice about pleading guilty. Okay, you would say, well, hmm, maybe I don't want to plead guilty to that because while I might have a lesser sentence in the criminal courts, I'm just going to be serving more time in immigration and then deported for the rest of my life to a country I don't know about that my family isn't there and that I have no work. Uh, And so it would make you think twice, at at least requesting the advice of an immigration attorney. Because a lot of times the difference between an aggravated felon where there's no chance or one where you would qualify for a waiver and that there's a decent chance of winning is a hairline. Okay, like for example, say you stole something and they say can give you a grand theft a year, serve six months. Sounds pretty good, right? Um, Except... The theft crime with a sentence of a year or more makes you an aggravated felon. And the same scenario I said above happens here. So six months in jail, then to be deported the rest of your life. Now, had that come to an immigration attorney, had it come to me, I would have looked at it and said, well, everybody's agreeing to a year, six months in jail. So what they really care about, what the judge and the prosecutor care about is your six months in jail. I go, instead of a year... We do 364 days. Okay, 364 days, six months in jail. You'll still get an ice hold. You'll still get put in removal proceedings, but you won't be an aggravated felon, and you will be able to uh, apply for all kinds of waivers and relief that you would not otherwise be able to apply for. You will probably qualify for bond to get out so you can fight your immigration case while you're free, Um, and all that because one day. Instead of a year, we put it at 364 days. And see, that's, that's the key of having an immigration attorney look over the plea before you do it. Because I can guarantee you one day doesn't make any difference at all to the judge. Doesn't make any difference at all to the prosecutor. You're still getting your six months in jail. You're still getting punished. You're still getting served with the crime. They don't care if it's a year versus 364 days. In fact, they probably think it's funny that you only want one day off. But that's the key. It makes a whole world of difference in immigration law. And I could go on and on with things that can be done that essentially will not really have too much effect on the criminal side of it, but will make all the difference on the immigration side of it. So, given that I said that, um, there's a case. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I just declined. Um, Which basically state that, um, you know, different scenarios uh, to which you can try to reverse or vacate or reduce the sentence uh, because it was wrongfully given. It wasn't knowing. Okay, and if that's the case, your whole world opens up again uh, for immigration and you can move forward. Okay? Shortcast Club.